Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're continuing with our series about the Sermon on the Mount, Colin, and uh, as recorded in Matthew, we've reached the point where Jesus talks about worry, but basically we can assume that he hated hypocrisy. He looks at the heart. We've talked about giving in secret, praying in secret, and fasting in secret. So if we want an eternal reward, we have to do things God's way. And Jesus is not giving good advice in in uh, the Sermon on the Mount or indeed anywhere else in the Gospels. He actually speaks with authority and he commands us as to what we're to do. And we've, we've seen one command after another uh, already. And now we come to a command that I think it was John Wesley who said, this is the command that every Christian breaks. Because Jesus says in verse 25 of chapter 6 of Matthew, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life. Well, worry is very easy to slip into, isn't it? But as people of faith, we're told to rejoice in the Lord always and to give thanks in all circumstances because this is the will of God for us in Christ Jesus. Now, it's very difficult, isn't it, to worry and rejoice at the same time. So when in the natural you feel that uh, worried about something, the thing to do is to begin to rejoice and to give thanks to God that he is much greater than the problem and that uh, he is going to enable you to overcome the situation no matter what it is. You can't worry and rejoice at the same time. And to me, worry is really like saying, well, God, you're not big enough to look after this situation, so I'm going to worry about it. And when you look at it like that, I mean, you, you know, well, that's crazy. That's absolutely crazy. God is so much bigger than any of our circumstances, any of our situations. So, of course, there is absolutely no point in worrying about it. So tell me, Colin, you must have a heap of concerns. Let's put it that way. What do you do on a day-to-day basis? Keep rejoicing. <laughs> is that really the secret? I mean, it really is. You you keep thanking God that that no matter what the situation, he is going to take you through it. He's going to lead you through it. You're going to come out on the other side and then worried why, uh, then wonder why you were worried in the first place. Uh, there's a good acrostic for fear, false expectations appearing real. And I think a lot of our worries are just false expectations. The devil wants us to worry. He wants us to look at the situation and therefore to get our eyes off Jesus. Whereas people of faith fix their eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. So really the secret is keep your eyes on the Lord no matter what is happening. But you're absolutely right. I mean, some of the situations that that I'm I have to face uh, are you know quite horrendous what, what, what you have to work through um, but nothing is too big for the Lord nothing is too big for Jesus and sometimes I'm I'm listening to people talking about their worries and their cares and I think well you don't know the half of it um, 
you know, uh, really, if if, um, uh, if our trust is in God, we have absolutely nothing to fear in in the natural. Now, I know that's easy to say, but we all have to learn how to overcome our fears and our worries. Remember that the Holy Spirit lives in you as a Christian, and the Holy Spirit never gets worried. And you, you know the scripture says, Christ is in you, the hope of glory. Christ never gets worried. So I might be in a situation where in the natural I would feel worried, but the Spirit of Christ within me certainly isn't worried. So that's the th thing that I find very helpful. And Jesus says, is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They don't sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life or you know, add to his height? The point is that worrying doesn't accomplish anything. Worry never answers the need. It only makes the need look greater. So it's wise not to worry, to obey this command that the Lord says, do not worry about your life. It's interesting because we are living in such economically difficult times at the moment and this has everything to do with money and money is really one of those areas that uh, we can get very, very concerned about. Yeah, absolutely. But, I, you know, in a time like this, um, everybody's having to sort out where their priorities lay and where the real foundation of their lives it, uh, it lays. Does it lay in your financial resources? Does it lay uh, in those... Uh, practical areas or really is the foundation of your life your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ because if it is he will take you through whatever financial crises you have to work through and then there's a word uh, as a man I would say this is particularly uh, applied to <laughs> ladies but of course not exclusively so and why do you worry about clothes See how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? You see, worry is a sign of little faith. And if we're to be the people of faith, then we will overcome the worries, overcome the circumstances. We will keep our a focus on the Lord. So he goes on to say, Jesus goes on to say, do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Now here is another point of faith and and I, I often say this to people when they're in a situation uh, of, of worry. I say, God knows. The Father knows. Jesus knows. The Holy Spirit within you knows. He, he knows everything that goes on in your life. He knows every thought. He knows every intention, every motive, every word, every action, every situation, every circumstance. God knows. 
And if God knows, then God wants to lead you through that situation in the best possible way. Do you think one of the biggest mistakes we make is to take things into our own hands and try and sort things out? Well, that's what worry is. Worry is trying to solve a thing in the natural and therefore denies the supernatural presence of the Holy Spirit within you and within the situation. And, of course, all this is summed up in this very well-known verse, 33. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given you as well. If you keep your eyes on the Lord, then you keep your eyes on the kingdom. Jesus is ruling. The kingdom, remember, is where Jesus rules and reigns. So Jesus is ruling. Jesus is reigning over those circumstances. The circumstances don't rule over Jesus. And actually, the circumstances don't rule over you if your faith is in Jesus. You are part of his kingdom. So you're going to, if you exalt the Lord Jesus over your circumstances, then he says, all these things shall be added to you. Whatever it is you need, God will supply. So Jesus sums up by saying, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for Tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. That, that's so true. Now, Jesus doesn't mean by that that you know, we should anticipate trouble. What he means is that in God's outworking of our lives, every day has enough concerns. And God will give us the grace to deal with all the situations that confront us day by day. So today, it doesn't matter what, uh, what confronts me personally, God will supply the, ev the, every bit of grace that I need to do what I have to do today in such a way that will glorify him. But he hasn't given me grace for tomorrow, today. Tomorrow, he will give me grace for tomorrow. Whatever I need to do tomorrow, he will grace me to do tomorrow. I'm actually going to be in another place doing a, a teaching day for leaders tomorrow. But I don't need the grace to do that now. I just need the grace to make this ro radio program. But tomorrow, I will need his grace to do what I've got to do tomorrow. And the following day, I will need his grace to do, to do that day. And this is the same for every one of us. And, and what Jesus is saying is there's always sufficient grace, there's always sufficient power and revelation from God for whatever we need to do day by day. But don't anticipate tomorrow until tomorrow comes. And then Jesus says, do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way that you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Now, we'll talk about this more tomorrow. But I just want to talk for a moment about the link between worry and judgment. Because often they go together. When you are judging people in a situation, you usually get very worried about that situation. And that is because you see you're doing two things that are in opposition to the word of God. These are two commands, do not worry and do not judge. If you worry, you end up by judging. If you judge, you end up by worrying. The best thing is to obey the Lord and not to worry and not to judge. 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 